Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, I'm sitting down in the old bourbon bunker, and uh, we actually just left the 1910-117 special release, and I got Ofo Fanboy in the house. What's up, Ofo? What's up? Chilling yeah. like a villain? Absolutely. So, yeah, we did. We were at the uh, the release this morning. I uh, got an email at 9 o'clock, got in line around 9.15, maybe 9.20. I just happened to be in my car at the time, and I ended up being number eight in line. I felt really lucky this morning. Number eight? Yeah. That's snazzy. And then you got kind of upset with me because I didn't throw a chair down for you, but you ended up in line around I 60. Did. I at least got a line. Yeah, I think I was like 60, between 60 and 65. Not too bad. How There's, long did you end up waiting? Oh, man, it was way too long. It was way too long. Probably... I think I got done probably about ten fifty. Oh, so you? I mean, you were out there. I was out there for another a little over an hour. Yeah, yeah, the good hour. It's so. not too bad. Nah, it's not horrible, but it was it was colder than I wanted it to be. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Old Forester, when they do a release, people stand out out front at the store and wrap around on uh, Whiskey Row there, wrap around right next to the Second Street Bridge and down towards the river and yeah. Uh, Today they did a drop for their uh, 117 series, 1910 extra old. Yep, and it was the first of their uh, 117 series that is a 93 proof, uh, but the first time they dropped this 1910 one. So, right. Well, they brought in exactly like the original ni- 1910 93 proof. So uh, I think they wanted to keep that maybe in solidarity, I don't know, or consistency. I guess, maybe. I mean, the other 117s were what, 110? Uh, Yeah, they were 110 proof, the High Angel Share and the Warehouse K. I think both of those, Batch 1, 2, and the... High Angel Share 2. High Angel Share, yeah. I think they all came in at 110 proof, if I remember right. Yeah. I could be off, but I think they were all 110s. I think you're 100% on the ball on that one. Um, but, uh, I, I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> we were sitting in line and, uh, you, you got in before me and then came out and, uh, no sooner than you got out the door, <laughs> you're like, we're going to crack it. So you literally crack the bottle. We take a sip out of it. And then, uh, it we're was, like, damn, we got to go back and try this. <laughs> it was delicious. It was delicious. So yes, I did. I was number eight, eighth person. I bought two bottles. Walked outside, you were way back in line, said, hey, you want to crack this thing? I tore off the little strip on it, cracked her open, took a bottle chug, and dude, it's good. So today, you've got the Old Fine Whiskey 1910, the 93 proof that you could probably buy in most liquor stores, and then we have the 117. Yep, got them both here. They're both 93 proof, both Old Forster. I mean, just looking at the color right immediately, the extra old is, it's darker. I mean, it's not crazy darker, but it's definitely darker. Um, got some more tannins in there. So, uh, looks pretty good, pretty tasty. So, while I was in the gift shop, I took, uh, snapped a photo of the little board that they had sitting up there that described it. And I'm just going to read it if you'd like, or I can wait until we're done to read it. Let's wait. And then maybe, well, actually, go ahead and read it, because it doesn't matter, because at this point, when we taste it, we're going to be, 
If you tell me bubblegum, I'm going to slap you. No, but I mean, my thing is you've probably already read it, so you probably already know what the tasting notes are, so you're probably going to cheat a little bit anyway. So let's just listen to them, and I'll see if I agree, and we'll go from there. I I know whenever I tasted it initially, and I've not read mine yet because my receipt's still watered up upstairs, I got a lot of cherry. Got a whole lot of cherry. Got some cherry. I got some like a... Some almost like bread dough with like maybe a little bit of cinnamon, but that's what I got just off the initial sip that I got off you. But this has been airing out a little bit because I cracked my bottle when I got home, so let it air out before you got over here. Well, I'll tell you that none of those tasting notes you just gave were in their description. Really? Well, good. So I didn't totally screw this up. They called it a medium-bodied expression with depth of warmth, which quickly transitions from sweet to spice. Aromatically and on the palate, the bottling showcases notes of dark brown sugar and sugared pecan, rich chocolate, dried tobacco, and intense caramel. I I was going to say cocoa, too. That was one of the other things I do remember. The finish presents in a balanced way with emphasis on periphery and gently rounds out with notes of green apple and raw walnut. Huh. I was way off on theirs. I'm going to have to see if I can get some of that green apple in this thing. Yep, no, for sure. Let's try the regular 1910 first, and then okay. we'll, we'll dive into so, it. But you, while you're tasting or getting ready to, I, I would tell you that I want to say about four years ago, maybe it's closer to three, but I think about four years ago, 1910 is the bottle that got me interested in Old Forester. When it had been released, I went out and bought a bottle within a month or so of its release, and dude, I just fell in love with it. It's so good. And that first release that they did of 1910, um, I think they under-projected or under-predicted what they were going to sell. Yeah, they sold out, like, what, within, like, a month or two after they released it? A little longer than that, I think, but they did sell out. So, beautiful. Yeah, no, and and, and the nose on this one is so good. It's got those that, that nice oak, you know, flavor or smell. And then it's got, you know, some, some fruity notes in there, a little bit of spice. More like a baking spice to me, though. And, and this is just the regular Regular 1910, yep. And I can't remember on this one if they said there was, like, similar, like that apple type thing or not. But I always get, like, more of a, more like cherry on this one. But I do, I do love 1910. It's got a little bit of, at 93 proof, you know, it's a little smoother. But it's got some of that bite to it. And you're getting that double oaked or whatever you want to call it. It's been sitting in another new oak barrel. Right. Well, also, this is the neck pour, right? It's not breathed any. And, and I know some people say that shit's superstition, and some people are like, oh, no, it's really true. You know, well, you got to really let it air out. I'm a firm believer that bottles do open up the more more oxygen they get. They oh, oxidize. 100%. The nose on this thing, to me, though, it is it is traditional old forester in the nose. You know, it changes a little bit with that new barrel that it goes through. But this thing, remarkable nose to it. Just beautiful. No, for real, it's it's super delicate, and, I, and the fact that it comes in at ninety three proof, I, I I I keep going back to this. But when Old Forester rebranded, rebranded themselves with the Whiskey Row series, the fact that they came in and did one at ninety proof, one at hundred proof, one at ninety three proof, and then the nineteen twenties what one hundred fifteen proof. Yes, uh, I think so. They just did a really good job of. Uh, rebranding themselves and, and blending them all at a different ratio than what their current stuff was. And it just, I feel like it just hit, all of them hit different. They're just really, really good. The nose on this thing is so sweet. It's got fruit forward in it. Uh, just very, almost like a honey sweetness to it in the nose. Yeah. 100%. At it, least that's what I think I'm getting. And it's a great pour. It really is. 
I was hoping you were going to say blueberries or something really crazy like that today. No. Somebody keeps telling me that you say things smell like blueberries. Or... I've, I said I cannot stand it when people say, they, oh, I got blueberries on that because I don't get it. I've never gotten blueberries. I guess it's like Toby saying you really called everything viscousy. Yeah, viscousy. Yeah, I've, but never used that word until just now. <laughs> but it's funny. All um, right, so you like the 1910. Yeah, 1910 is delicious. It's, it, it's, a, it's a staple in my basement. You know, Matter of fact, this one was a brand-new bottle. I just opened it because I was getting ready to make a batch of uh, 1915. So, but... I just found out one my my bottle that I put back was uh, not good. So so you were gonna blend a 1910 and a 1920. Yep, yep. And they say that comes out as a remarkable blend to it. I still haven't. I blended one a year ago and never opened it. You've never opened it? No. We got to try it. Gotta it's probably it. time. It is definitely time. All right, 1910. So you'll have to tell me how this Extra compares. Old. The uh, compares to the 10:15 a.m. Uh, on the sidewalk chug, if you can pick out the difference to it. Very similar nose. Yeah, the nose is similar. It is a little sweeter, though, now that it's been airing out a little bit. Get a little bit of like, a, almost like a honey or a maple syrup or brown sugar. So I was picking up on honey on the original 1910. And this one, uh, it's a little different nose, but not much different. And I, I think if I understand right, this is an older aged 1910, meaning it stayed in the barrel, the second barrel longer. Is that yeah, right? I think they stayed in there for 18 months. Which is a lot longer than typical for the double oaked aging. Yeah, I think they're in there usually six to 10 months or something like that for the original 1910. So we should expect this to be really oaky. It, it, it didn't taste super oaky, but it definitely had some additional, what I would call earthy tones like i got a little bit of leather a little bit of oak you know whenever we sipped it originally but oh man uh it's it's very fruit forward and almost smooth and caramelly i I would say dark cherry and smooth caramel or something yeah yeah i would get that some caramel definitely you say caramel i say caramel that's right um, do you spell it the same way? I still get the cherry. I still get the cherries. Yes, I, I do spell it with the same with the additional a that I'm supposed to pronounce, but I never do. Caramel. I, I, I get the brown sugar, you know, after hearing the note, but it's really subtle. I mean, it's almost uh, like a almost like a toasted brown sugar. There's a distinct difference between the two uh, pours here. Very good. I mean, it's a smooth pour. I, I guess at 93 proof, it's going to come in as a fairly easy drinker any way you look at it. Yeah, no, 100. percent I'm not even going to add water to this, even though I should for science purposes. A little bit of water opens up 1910 differently, um, but we didn't drop any in there. Yeah, and I'm, from what I remember from 1910 and, and watering it down, it actually opens up more of the rye, and I don't really necessarily care for that. But, you know, you're going danger in, man. You're getting the water going, laying a couple of slugs in there. A couple little drops, not enough to matter, but a couple little drops, proportionally not much at all. I'm going to go back to the 19, the original 1910. All right, you're water. going to make me do it now. I'm not making you do anything. It's your choice. So the um, 117 series today was $49.99 yep. uh, plus tax. So I think I left at 100, it was like 107 bucks or something. Right under 106 bucks uh, with tax, I think, 6% tax in Kentucky. Yeah. So um, 375 milliliter bottle, so you know half the size of an original. Lots of people in line. We saw what? Roughly 150 people in line today. The first 100 got bottles. Yep. All right, you put some water in there. What do you think? 
So the original 1910, just like I said, it, it, it brings in some of that rind, a little bit more of the oak. You lose a little bit of the fruitiness. You get a lot more fruit on the nose, but you lose it on the taste. Oh, my gosh. I just nosed this thing, and it's like uh, caramel bomb, and it could even be caramel apple. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's more like a caramel apple or like a like a, a Dutch apple pie. You know, it's got the caramel baked on top with the little crusty stuff. Such a sweet nose. It Just a few little drops of water, not enough to really matter. And it opens that nose up like crazy. But on the palate, you'll notice almost immediately a lot more of that rye comes through. You get a little bit of the leather, a little bit more of the tannins off of that, that double oak. And then uh, you lose a lot of the of the fruit. It was really good with a couple of drops, Scott. You liked it better? It was really good. I'm better neat. I'm better neat. I'm going to try the 117 with a couple of drops. Couple 117 with a couple of drops. All right. Does it change the nose on you? The nose actually seems pretty much the same. I would agree. The nose doesn't change as much as the uh, the original does. The original, though, it was like a just a caramel bomb all over in your nose there. All right, chug it. Just like chugging a bottle. So I will say I, I don't really quite recall uh, what it tasted like this morning with the bottle chug versus right now because it was really cold outside and the warmth just kind of filled you up. Oh, that's delicious. With just a couple of drops. Man, I don't know. I might actually prefer that one with a drop or two. Mainly reason because it does it does pull just a hair of the oak out, and it brings forward some more of that sweetness. Ooh, pretty smooth. Yep. I mean, it didn't. I wouldn't say it changed much in it for me, but it may have just calmed a little bit of that bite, that rye down, which normally I don't see. Yeah. And like I said, I think it's probably even more, even even less the rye than it is more the wood, because it was a little bit more of that woody oaky flavor that kind of was in that mid palate to your finish oh it's got a long finish too yep <clears throat> just going all the way down yep and it's still staying just right above the collarbone but you know and maybe that's my acid reflux that's going all the way down i can't could be tell. i don't know do you drink a bunch this week no 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 it's been a rather you, calm you've week. been a good week you've been a good boy that's right um you've been off work so you've not been drinking that much <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> crazy no. how work makes you do <clears throat> crazy stuff you know what? This was the first Old Forester release I had been to. I want to say since the one you and I went to, where we ended up getting tickets, which may have been the original One One Seven release, um, where we camped out, sat on the side of the Second Street Bridge there for like eight hours. Yes, and then we went and got breakfast at Biscuit Belly. Yep, that's good. Good, good breakfast. That is a solid breakfast. I think mm. that's when it was. Yep. I think that's the last time I went to an we, old forest. We, we need to go to Doc Crow's and try their new breakfast. They said they got the big, like, 4.6-ounce biscuits or something. You know what? This morning would have been an excellent time to do that. It would have. I didn't have time this morning, though. I wasn't thinking <laughs> about it. Even though I'm always thinking about breakfast, I wasn't thinking about it this morning. 100%. Breakfast is always tasty. I have been have been intermittent fasting, though, so I've not, I've not eaten before noon in, like, three days. I have not been doing that. Which is weird. I've been intermittently eating all day. Is that the same thing? It is. It's very much the same thing. It's just the opposite of the same thing. <laughs> if I eat all day, 
then I can burn the calories throughout the whole day, right? You know, there are lots of people that have that theory. There's lots of people that have the theory that you're supposed to eat tons and tons and tons of small meals that are, you know, super small calorie nutrient dense. Oh, I missed the part about the small meals. <laughs> I was just eating big meals all day. Yeah, you were just eating like five like regular size meals every day. That's right. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. Scott, what do you think? Do you like the 117 version? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I really do. And, and I'll be honest with you, I've not been disappointed by 117 yet. I will say of the of the four that I've had, because there's Angel Share 1, Angel Share 2, Warehouse K, and 117, Warehouse K is still my least favorite. Um, You're not a K-tater? No, listen, K was still delicious. I, it's just, it's not as good as either one of the Angel Shares, and I don't think it's as good as this one. Okay. I mean, that's just my, if I was going to rank them, I'd probably go... Man, that's going to be really hard. It's, at some point, we need to set them side by side, but it won't be a fair comparison when you got three 110 proofs and one 93 proof. They're you, just going to be different. Well, it just depends. I mean, depending on the order you drank them in, you may not be able to. I mean, hopefully you can make the noticeable difference, but I think if you'd warmed up at all beforehand and you blinded all four of them, I don't know that that 93 to 110 is going to make that big of a difference. All right. That's the next podcast here. Let's do it. <laughs> Blind them all. Blind them all. All good. I, I thought it was a great bottle. I was excited this morning when I popped the email up. Actually, my wife texted me a screenshot of the email because I made her sign up for Old Forester with a chance to buy something right. a couple months ago. So I'm in the car rider line doing kid drop off. She texted me this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Got to go. Got to go. Going straight over. So, my ranking, you 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 grabbed me before that or started talking. I'm going to go Angel Share 1, Angel Share 2, 1910. Squirrel. And Warehouse K. Was I just a squirrel? I just interrupted you. I don't think you did it intentionally. I think you were just like... Squirrel. You wanted to make sure... You know, honestly, you, you most of the time you keep me on task. I'm the one that, you know, goes off task. Unless we're you've had a ton to drink and we've got a bartender with us, so I have not I have not had the High Angel Share Two yet. Well, I'll let you try it here in a minute. So you just hooked me up with a bottle last week that you had picked up extra and sold to me, uh, and I haven't cracked it open just yet. So right. uh, I have. It'd be really interesting to do HAS One Two Warehouse K and nineteen ten. Yep, I'm down. Just I'm in like Flynn. All right, man. Sounds good. I honestly, I love the nineteen ten. Um, I, I tend to go away from the nineteen ten for about six months and then come back to it. And you're like, why am I not drinking this? Right. Um, because I end up drinking a, you know a whole bottle over a couple weeks and then I get burnt out on it and then come back to something. So do you prefer the OG or do you prefer the new one? Um, I really like the nose on the old one. You like the OG, huh? And the nose is what tends to do it for me to, to really just open up other things. And the nose on the 1910 with a couple drops of water, the old one, really good. Yeah. Well, I, I, the, I think it, I like the extra old better, but, I mean, it, they're both fine pours. The 117 is good. It's yep. delicious. Yep. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying I like the nose on the, the original. Yep. Uh, so I would agree. I would agree. The nose on the original 1910 is probably a little bit better than the 117 1910, but I will take the taste of the the extra old over the, the standard. Gotcha. All right. If you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitters. You can also send us messages in either one of those platforms, or you can email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. 
Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. You can get those uh, all those episodes immediately as soon as they land. Um, this is Scott and OFO Fanboy signing out. Peace. Peace.